Hi, I'm Anara George, and you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andras Jones. Radio 8 Ball, give us a shake. We're in the studio, dancing The songs we will randomly select here with the help of our friends synchronicity. It's the radio eightball show. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, here at Starburns Industries in Burbank, California, on January 14th, 2018, with our musical guest... Alex Lilly, welcome to Radio 8 Ball, Alex. Hello. Who you got here with you? you got a, you're here with a trombone... A uh, sack butt. <laughs> I haven't heard that term in a long time. Not so medieval. Uh, okay. A little more updated. A trombonist. A trombonist. His name is Vikram Destali. Des I'm sorry, Vikram. I just always call him Vikram because he's Vikram like... Vikram Destali. Vikram Destali. Yes. And say hi, Vikram. Hello. Yeah, there you are. <laughs> So, uh, well, we are. I'm really excited. This is a kind of a, a crazy and amazing show. I don't usually uh, introduce who the guests are who we're going to call in before, but it's such a, a weird way that this has come together. So we, we built this show around members of the Star Trek Discovery Galaxy. I'm a fan of Star Trek, and I really like the the show, the, the new series, Star Trek Discovery. I watched season one. Anthony Rapp is an old, old friend of mine. We're going to be, he's going to be joining us. He plays Lieutenant Paul Stamets in the show. Then we're going to be joined by Mary Wiseman, who plays Ensign Sylvia Tully in the show. And then we're going to be joined by Doug Jones, who plays Commander Saru in the show, uh, which is all pretty exciting. And then uh, we, we're going to go down the rabbit hole, uh, get a little bit intellectual with it. We have, uh, we're going to have the actual Paul Stamets, the guy who, the mycologist, the famous mycologist that uh, Anthony's character is named after on the show, but he's on a mushroom dig in Patagonia and couldn't join us. But it's a good excuse. Yeah, but a member of his organization, Fungi Perfecti, is going to be joining us. We're also going to be joined by one of my favorite new, my new favorite podcast hosts, a fellow named Austin Hayden, who is uh, from the Show Me the Meaning podcast. He's going to talk a little bit about the philosophy behind uh, or his philosophical take of discovery. And then we're going to be joined by your label owner and former Radio 8 ball guest, Yes. Anara George, yes. who we love very much. Yes, and and interestingly, so I so there were two ways I could go with this. I was like, okay, well, I want to find someone who's a, a Star Trek. I'll find a musician who's a super Star Trek fan. Mm -hmm. I couldn't really find anyone, and at, and I wanted someone who was like like a complete fanatic. And then I, but then there was a whole synchronicity thing. Like the week that this was all coming together. I saw Inara George posting about how she's putting out your new record, 
on yeah. her label, Release Me Records, which is a wonderful name for a record <laughs> label. I just thought it was very clever and very point. charming. And I'm aware of the Living Sisters, and I'm sort of tangentially aware of you, but I hadn't really gone down the rabbit hole of your music. And I just thought, well, the last time Inara was on the show, we didn't get to record in this nice little studio. We got bumped to another studio, and it was kind of a little bit uncomfortable. And I thought, oh. thought well, I should, you know, now's the time to do Inara solid. She's got an artist who's coming out on her new label. We got all these fancy pants guests who were coming on. And I was like, well, let's see. I reached out to Soft. If she, if, I said, hey, do you think Alex would be interested in being on this show? And she said, I'll, I'll ask her. She asked you. You checked it out. But it turns out you're not into Star Trek. You don't, it's not like you're not into Star yeah, Trek. Yeah, I you can't, just, you're just, I'm flying blind. Yeah. Which, and, which is great because yeah. I'm sort of flying blind with you as an artist. You're flying blind <laughs> We're with gonna Star Trek. We're going to baby. Well, that's what we do. Radio <laughs> a- synchronicities are crashes, right? They're, they're, they're good crashes of, of consciousness. Um, I feel like I like people that like Star Trek. Oh, yeah, I no. I mean, after yeah. I beat them up, of course. Oh, don't. You, no, you're I'm just not kidding. a bully. I'm actually, you don't no, pick on the I'm, a, I'm a big sci-fi nerd you're, myself. You're kind of a... There's it's something, just the front, you know. You're a musical I nerd. I am, yeah. big time. Yeah. I knew what you were talking about when you said sack butt. Yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> now, you have eight songs on the board that are going to be the oracle fodder for the... Now, all those people are going to call in, and they're going to... We're not going to ask them. It's not like a normal sci-fi show we're gonna be like hey what's gonna happen with lieutenant paul stamets in season two no we're gonna say anthony what do you want to talk to us about what do you want to ask the pop oracle and then we're gonna pick one of your songs at random that's gonna be his answer and it's gonna mean a tremendous amount because there's always context that we're not aware of and it's just gonna be a total psychedelic experience but now i need we need to unveil your list of eight songs so would you mind playing a little bit of something while i read oh sure your eight songs any old thing any old thing Song number one, Confucius Says. Song number two, Cold Snap. Song number three, 2% Milk. Song number four, Pornographic Mind. Song number five, Distracting Me. Song number six, Night Drive. Song number seven, Firefly. And song number eight, Paranoid times. And those are going to be the oracle fodder for our musical divinations. And now uh, we have to get your question. I know, I know we're not going to unveil it, but did you write it down? Is it I in did. the studio? I have it right okay, here. Okay, don't tell me what it is. I know, I'm, t- I'm trying to... All you paper fetishists, gather around. <laughs> this is it. Oh, there it is. That is Alex Lilly's question. It's going to be unveiled at the end of the show, and it will be answered by the last song on the board. Now we've got to get to my question before we bring in all of our illustrious guests. And I was thinking so many, there were so many different ways that I thought of going here, but I kind of, in the spirit of the Schrodinger's catness of our connection, <laughs> yes, I was just thinking I wanted to just... Uh, Take a moment here to get to know you, Alex. Okay. We don't we don't really know each other, so your connection with Star Trek is minimal. But you say you have friends who are into Star Trek. Uh, you know, I was almost in Star Trek. Oh wow! Next Generation. Uh, we were talking. We were talking. I was I was up for the Will Wheaton role when I was a kid. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I remember being in the office, and I want to say I almost got it, or I would I like. I knew as soon as Will Wheaton walked into the office that the kid from Stand by Me. 
was going to get the role because I was starstruck. I loved Stand By Me. And I didn't like. Which kid from Stand By Me? He was the one whose brother had died, who was River Fiend, the sort of the one who writer, the writer, the the stand in for Stephen King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The main kid. Yeah. Yeah. So he walks in. I'm sitting there like, oh, we're in the third callback. I'm going to, you know. And I wasn't like a huge Star Trek fan when I was a kid. I watched it, but I sort of fell in the gaps age wise. Like the early series was a little bit for kids a little bit older than me and then there was nothing until next generation uh and then i you know i was a young actor auditioning and this guy walked in and i was just sort of like oh man that's the guy yeah. from stand by me he's so cool um but i kind of had a question in mind about that but before i got into it i was kind of curious are there other have you ever had a gig like that where it's the gig you didn't get but you sort of think about it, like, what if, I mean, maybe mm. you get all the gigs. Yeah, now come it's... on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I block them out. You know, you know my there, failures are just. There aren't, like, like I auditioned for this band, and, <laughs> oh, I almost got on this tour, but I didn't, and then that, then. Um, the most humiliating thing that just immediately sprang to mind is just when I was in high school, I tried it for a musical, and I, I thought that they, I was on a callback sheet, so I, I showed up. I showed up for the musical to start rehearsals, and uh, name wasn't called. And I was like, um, I didn't hear my name. Yeah, but <laughs> see, but this is the opposite. All those people are the ones saying, I was almost in a show with Alex Lilly. Exactly. Except they, the, Eat it. the director blew it, you know. <laughs> I could have been acting, you know. So... So you don't have one of those. You don't have, I'm like, sure actor, maybe I it's do. just an actor thing. Actors have the, like, I have all of these stories about the role that, like, oh, I auditioned for so-and-so. And then that yeah. movie goes on to be a big movie. And you're like, well, what would it have been like if I had been I dot, dot, dot? No? No? I mean, I'm going to think, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not trying to, uh, you know, seem like a winner here. <laughs> no, <it's okay. laughs> You are a winner, Alex Lilly. <laughs> I mean, I'm on your show. You're a, and you're a, living, you're, a, you're a living sister. You lived. <laughs> you're one of the living sisters. I mean, trust me, I've had my fair of, my, my share of humiliations, but I just can't think of that specific. Well, I'm going to get into my question, but we should say, so your your record, what is the name of the, the record? 2% Milk. 2% Milk. 2% Milk is out on Release Me Records this week, which for you listening to it is a month and a half ago. But it's still, still available. Still fresh, baby. Still very, yeah, that 2% that milk, milk does not, go, does uh, not. Sorry. <laughs> uh, and uh, and and yes, and you are a member of the band, the Living Sisters. Yes. Yes. We've you are the third Living Sister on the show. We've had Eleni. Ah. Oh, we've had Anara. Becky. I know. Get your butt down here. Believe me, I've been trying to get Becky Stark on Radio Wave Ball for years b- before she's I knew elusive. any of you except for Eleni. But yeah, she's a, she's a busy gal. You know, my, my I was just uh, we, tomorrow. Who, for those of you who are listening to this, it was months ago. We're posting uh, an episode where Dan Byrne was a guest on the show with John yeah. C. Riley, oh. and they all worked together with Becky. I know those guys. Yeah, too. playing music together. Yeah. And I was just looking at a picture of them all singing together and just thinking again, mm, got to get that fourth living sister. But focus on the living sister in front of you. That's the thing. Yeah. You don't want to be hanging out with one person thinking about other people. <laughs> So don't show it. Let my so my 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 question. I'm going to get to my question now for the pop oracle, and the question is now. I'm aware from just reading and stuff that Will Wheaton has had, he's had some, some depression issues that he's been public and writing. He's written about. So I'm not divulging anything. Uh huh. 
I mean, we all have, I guess, to some degree. Yeah. I mean, I've, I don't think my life has been a bed of roses all along. But it's, but it's interesting when you see someone who took the path not taken for you, uh-huh. and you wonder, would I have, like, what would it be like if I, would, would if things had been shifted, mm-hmm. would he be hosting a podcast and doing something like would he be would he be happier if he was if he had my life would i be would how what would it be like if i had his life and i guess that's the question uh, the question that is the question okay. if that in that alternate universe and, and star trek deals with alternate timelines all the time so it's really hard not to think about that with will and uh, they say all of this is super respectful to will wheaton i think he that's also he had a really hard time. He stepped into that role, and Star Trek fans were really rough on him when he was a kid. And I just think about being a kid and going through that. Like, I want to. Sh- I part of me wants to have a shot to think, oh, maybe I could have done it better. But then I also think maybe nobody could have done it good enough. And yeah, it's just like this is one of those things I think about all the time. So my question for the Pop Oracle is, uh, if in that alternate Tom, in that alternate timeline, are both of us happier? That's my question. <laughs> and now... That's a great idea for a song. I yeah. wish I just actually had that song. Well, maybe we could, you can take it. <laughs> and now to engage the pop oracle, I'm going to spin the Wheel of Eight. Na, 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 Wheel of Eight. Song number one... Confucius says. Okay. Let's get this all good and going. She's taking notes and I feel justified And I tell her how hard, how hard I try She's like a friend, I ask her why, why, why Is there a point when it's just rude to cry and cry And she follows me with this line Put your hands away, it's just no use to even try Confucius says you want it, you want it, you got your Thank you. 
thinking all I did was waste more Attention and writing esoteric novels no one ever, ever buys. Confucius says you want it, you want You got your fingers on it. You don't got it till it's gone and bounce. I'll do the name. That was Confucius Says from Alex Lilly. The answer to my question in that alternate timeline in which Will Wheaton got to not be in uh, Star Trek Next Generation and I took that journey, are we both happier? That's my question for the Pop Oracle, and that was the answer. And now tell me about Confucius and what you're, what, tell me about that song. I'm giving you a very excited look just because I can't believe how appropriate that song was. I guess you probably get this a lot because you're you're nodding. And that's what the that's how synchronicity works. Yeah. Um, it's I mean, of all the songs to choose, that one definitely makes the most sense. I mean, um, you know, it's about trying so hard to to get where you want to be and and being terrified of being some unknown, writing esoteric novels no one ever ever buys. You know, that was one of the lines. It, it's basically yeah. my father I'm describing. Um, and so just it's going to my therapist and feeling like, uh, you know, a fucking failure and basically some kind of I, I'm I'm sort of making fun of her, even though I think she's brilliant. And I'm mm-hmm. taking her sort of Eastern bent philosophy and, and kind of turning it into rubbish. But mm-hmm. it also actually makes a lot of sense. Right. Well, that's the great thing about those. about sort of the East. A lot of the Eastern philosophy is that. It aspires to be Paradoxical. rubbish. Right? It, yeah. Like, in the trash is where you find the meaning. <laughs> yeah. Hey. If yeah. The, like the Tao, the, the, true, the way that the, the Tao that can be spoken is not the true Tao. If you can write it down, burn it, because that's, <laughs> you've lost it already, right? So, wow. And your dad's a, a writer of esoteric books. Yeah. My dad was also a writer of, I don't know, I guess quasi-esoteric books, like psychological books about oh, cool. psychology and dreams. And, uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Wow. What's your, may I ask, would I know? No. You sure? Yeah. Can I, uh, is that one of the things we can't talk about? Well, no, it's just, I, I don't even really know where he is. But do you know so what I his, can't offer you do you know what his, information. you know what his, his last name, what his name is? His last name is his last it's name, the Lily? Same, it's my last name. Is he, is, what's his, do you know, is... I think he's in Vienna, but I'm not sure. That's a perfect place for a writer of esoteric <laughs> books to be. In Vienna, that's where, like, that's perfect. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay, and he's a mystery man. You're not Sounds gonna tell, like a Bond You're not going to tell us villain. his name. Well, I'm thinking more like it's like a character out of, like the guy who wrote the book that uh, Eyes Wide Shut is based on. It's oh. a, a tra- trauma novel about a dream. It's a dream novel written in Vienna, and Vienna oh. is like, you know, Freud and Jung yeah, and yeah. Beethoven and Mozart uh-huh. and 
Yeah, and then the other guy, the little guy with Clint, the little mustache. Clint Gustav. Yes. Yeah, so oh, you're not going to tell us his name. Okay. Oh, well, fine. it's Jeffrey, but... Oh, it's... Jeffrey Lilly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the writer of Esoteric Books. <laughs> I read all the stuff. <laughs> anyway, uh, so let me tell you what I think about this, because we get to get to, yeah. to Anthony. Well, I, I'm I'm psyched. I'm just, I love the philosophical bent. Oh, I, I, I already feel good about it. It's just one of those things that I'll never stop wondering about, yeah. right? It's one of those things. Oh, Vikram has an idea. You know what's so wild about this? Lean into the microphone, Vikram. What's so wild about this is when Alex asked me about this, she asked me if I watch Star Trek. Mm-hmm. And I told her I've watched a lot of The Next Generation. And the first question she asked me was, who steers the ship? <laughs> and I said, well, often it's an extra, but often it's Wesley Crusher. <laughs> and then we walk right in here and you launch into talking about <laughs> Will Wheaton. It's it's like it was meant to be. Wow. Yeah. I, and I think, I think this is the... I mean, it's rarely do I think this. I generally think we're in the wrong timeline. Or I'm in the wrong timeline. But I think in that case, that is one of those cases where I feel like I'm in the right timeline. Because he's actually... Cause, because it's almost like Wesley Crusher had to get crushed and embarrassed like that for all of us nerds and then come back from it and go through the depression and now have this platform to be this icon of a, like in it's, it, he's kind of like the Michael Jackson of Star Trek. Like he grew up in it and he has to te- deal with the trauma that comes with growing up in something like that. But he also gets to show up at cons and sign autographs, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. anyway, uh, I, the the thing about my question is I'd always start to, I sort of tease out the answer throughout the whole show so I think I'm pro- I've already started exploring the this alternative timeline and it'll probably fa- find its way to find its way into the other interpretations at least for me because I encourage everyone to approach this in a very personal way like I'm asking about this but someone out there think about the your road not taken right and that's the way to listen to all of these is think of find the purchase of your own life or your own desires in the other people's questions i mean worry about our questions but not too much because by the time you're listening to this we are all we've probably solved them it could be years later right so this is gonna be fun alex embrace embrace no control That's yeah what it's all about. yeah let us go where no podcast has gone before <laughs> <laughs> okay. where all of them go it's yeah. just uncertainty well yeah <laughs> Not with not with the Star Trek cast though. Oh oh oh, of course. I was that was a Star oh, Trek quote. Gosh. You know, here this is where. It's okay, this to... this is going to be a George and Gracie thing. Okay, <laughs> say goodnight, Gracie. Okay. Thanks for listening to Radio Eight Ball. We hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. For more info about our show, visit radioeightball.com, where you'll find the Radio Eight blog, our Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio Eight Ball app that allows you to engage the pop oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio Eight Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts, and if you give us good reviews and ratings, that really helps get the word out. Until next time, I'm your host Andros Jones wishing you lots of spine tingling synchronicities connections with the natural world and all the inspiration you can handle it's the radio wave